Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Personally, the most you do, you go cinema. Uh, I got kicked out of college because I can't pay so much. You go watch a movie. Ellis is cool, and now everyone's so like uptight. You go out to eat, and then you just window shop in Westwood. Hi, by the way, this is the podcast. Yeah, but it's not as simple as that. I'm Sam Wolfson. When I think about my teenage years, I've got this picture of like big house parties that seem to go on all night and huge bottles of WKD coming rolling back from the shop. And when I think of myself in that kind of context, I think that I was quite cool and that my mates were cool and that we were having a fun time. And then I look at a photo of us and we are just the least cool people you've ever seen. Sporty faces and terrible jeans and slogan t-shirts and just hair that doesn't make any sense. We look like kids, and I guess that's what we're supposed to look like. We're not even thinking about a photograph being taken. But if you spoke to teenagers today, that idea that you wouldn't know that a photo is being taken of you, that you wouldn't care really how you look, is pretty foreign to them. There's something brewing in the water of youth culture at the moment that's changing what it means to be a teenager. It's happening in fashion, in partying, in a kind of attitude to life. So this week, it's yeah, but it's not as simple as that. We're asking the question, are teenagers today cooler than they've ever been? Hi, Jamie, editor of Vice.com and resident Supreme expert. Yes. Because you, it's fair to say, like, we'll get a few Supreme items a month. Yeah. (laughs) I've kind of tried to stop because I was spending ludicrous money on T-shirts. But yeah. For like a good three months last year, I spent, you know, hundreds of pounds on Supreme. What's the attraction for you? They just make nice clothes. Mm. I don't know at this point whether the fact that it's got Supreme on it makes me like it more or not. But I just think their designs are lovely. Well, you're definitely at the more tasteful end, I think, of what they make. Yeah, I try not to go for the two sort of fuckboy stuff. The very heavily branded stuff or, I don't know, some of the more loud obnoxious designs they have but i mean you as a grown adult man mm-hmm. are well within your rights to spend half your paycheck on supreme absolutely but when you're there there's quite a lot of like 
teens, right? Like mm-hmm. we spoke to some recently outside of Supreme Drop mm-hmm. who were basically bunking off school <laughs> so that they could go and spend hundreds of pounds on t-shirts. Yeah. What kind of vibe do you get off them? It's just sort of like a just coming here every week, like seeing like your mates, just like everyone who's sort of like, it's just sort of like a nice little like driver to do better, like make the money, make the friends. Do you ever miss out on stuff that's really important to be here? Yeah, I, I got kicked out of college because I come here so much. No. <laughs> do you regret that or is... Nah, I can earn in a day or some people earn in a month. So I sort of yeah. don't, I don't, I don't really see the point in going to college, working at McDonald's because I totally fucked my exams. Whereas I can, I can work two days a week, maybe like a grand or something. Because I only sell Supreme, I sell like shoes and stuff as well. So like, I don't really see the point in like working a nine to five when I can just like work a couple of hours. It's not. Even, I wouldn't even consider it working. It's just like it's just like going out really. Yeah. So you collect stuff and then you resell it. Do you yeah. Like, wear it for a bit and then like. Yeah, I wear it a few times for photos and then um, sell it. I don't know. I guess for them it's like it's its own little culture, isn't it? When I was growing up, at least it was like I was like indie for a bit. I was like emo for a bit. I suppose because they don't really have that it's or so much at least it's a little culture they can all take part in a little world they can live within what is it about supreme that you like so much i mean the designs are all right but i'm not even quite sure it's just sort of like having better stuff than everyone else to be honest it's just sort of like i have this you don't i'm better than you you know it's just sort of like i have this you don't i'm better than you you know what are you gonna buy when you get in there truth jacket diana rack table hoodie money gun and the, uh, I can't remember the name of the tracksuit. There's some sort of like tracksuit coming out, which I'm getting. And maybe the bead curtain, but I'm not too sure on that yet. Mm-hmm. Need to get the green light on it. But would you be able to get all of it? Is that just what you're going to try and grab? Oh, I'm, I'll probably be able to get all of it. Not pretty sure. Because I'm asking, <laughs> I ask how much I'll be. It's £1,005 without the bead curtain. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Where do you get, get all, like, save all that up? Uh, my friend's actually loaning it for me. Yeah, so you like work together, sort of. To yeah, get what you want. yeah. He usually because uh, he's got like loads of exams and stuff. He usually just he he provide the money, I do it, and then we just split the profits. You've done a bit of reselling in your time. I've done a bit of reselling here and there, but this was like three years ago before I realised that you could resell Supreme for way more than you bought it for. So I just put it on eBay at like a standard here are some old clothes price. And I think I sold a box logo hoodie for like. Maybe eighty quid, and they now go for like five hundred quid. Right, and some so some guy, it. some fifteen year old was like, "This fucking sucker." Yeah, this fucking idiot <laughs> has screwed himself. Because you tried to sell a jacket recently with minimal success. I did, yeah, palace jacket. Um, I need to take a photo of it first before we get it online, and also take some photos of the stains because if you put something on, I've seen this on these forums before. If you put it on, and it gets to the buyer and it has a few stains they flip and then there's some whole procedure of getting the money back and i got a lot of messages going yes i want this jacket but then everyone kind of flaked or pulled out and i kind of left it at that isn't that part of it though that when you're 15 and you're entering this like weird world of like all these different facebook groups where you sell stuff you can be really on it all the time because what else have you got to do i mean yeah they're like you put something up and it instantly gets Actually, I didn't, but you see stuff, you see people putting stuff up and it's instantly got like 300 likes and people commenting, bumping it. And they're not, they don't even want to buy it. They're just bumping the post for some reason to like bring it up the page, just interacting with it in some weird way. Maybe it's good giving them business acumen. They really know their 
profits and margins and profits and all that kind of business mini capitalists they'll buy you know a t-shirt for 40 quid and then put it online straight afterwards for 100 quid which fair enough if you want to make some money but i think it's a kind of shitty thing to do for the people that actually want to get the clothes to wear them take a photo of that as well how much was it i think it was about 130 quid when i bought it from the palace shop apart from like supreme and like the kind of big maybe palace and the big sportswear brands mm-hmm. are there other more like sort of vintage brands that do quite well on wavy yes. garments and sites like that tommy hilfiger polo sport reebok because we we actually spoke to this guy who's like reebok creative director or whatever he is now mm-hmm. and he was saying that basically kids are kind of more into their old stuff it's difficult with Reebok because it's it's a heritage brand. It's been around for 120 years, so you've always got that older kind of consumer who remembers it from when they were kids and, and they're into the brand because there's a little bit of nostalgia or a little bit of romance around the brand. But um, but predominantly kids these days, from a trend perspective, are getting more and more into the brand because I think that they're, they're moving on from, especially Nike. You know, Nike's fallen off a little bit. Addy's certainly taken over a lot of the space. But Reebok really, especially in London, trend-wise, you know, is kind of the shooter wear at the moment. Obviously, there's a lot of sites now where teenagers are buying sort of that kind of era mm. Reebok stuff. Yeah. And there may well be a generation of kids who would happily go and buy a Reebok jumper or Reebok trainers off wavy cards or whatever. Yeah, yeah, of course. And yeah. probably wouldn't go into a Reebok store on a, in Westfield or something like that. Yeah, of course, yeah. Is that something, do you worry about that? Is that a good thing? I think I think at the moment it's a, it's a good thing. I don't necessarily worry about it because it's a, because it is a trend and and really we want people to embrace the brand and if that means they're getting a kick out of seeing a, a jumper a, a vintage jumper from the 90s uh, that, that kind of goes with their look then then we're happy with that because it's promoting the brand at the end of the day you know so we're fine with that i think we've got to expect that that people want that product but that just gives us the opportunity to really realize that that is what they're after so let's make some new product that, that is drawn from that from that era and so does that a little bit impact the product that you're making and the way that you... Yeah, it kind of inspires the designers, to be honest. I think that they're obviously, you know, I'm sure you know how design works. It's, you know, they look for inspiration, trends on the street, what's what's working, what's not working. And we're fortunate as a brand to have such a rich heritage that we can draw on all these different eras when trends come back round. Um, and not just replicate, but just, you know, move it on from where it was originally. So I think, I think you just have to look and, and expect that people are always going to do that, but you just have to use it in the right way and channel it in the right way fashion has always responded to like street style or whatever Mm -hmm. but now it's also responding to these sort of dark markets where their own clothes are being resold and rehyped and kind of yeah tommy hilfiger have done the same thing they released a whole collection recently i think it was an urban outfit that is is basically just the 90s stuff repackaged like dungarees that must be a product of that feeler as well like was basically a dead company five years ago and now they put like huge billboards on the yeah exactly tube at least say all these brands that were like basically over yeah are back thanks to 13 year olds thank you 13 year olds thank you 13 year olds Okay, so we get it. Kids are dressing a lot better now. And they're also buying clothes and then kind of engaging in this whole dark marketplace that they control. Fine. Youth trends like that have existed before. But I guess having these conversations got us thinking about a recording we did last year 
with a bunch of 16-year-olds in a secondary school in East London. One thing that really stuck in my mind is when I asked them what they did on a Friday night. Home, on my phone. On your computer? I don't know, I think you've got the wrong people, like... Yeah, I know, like, you hear about what other people are doing, like, raving every Saturday, uh, Friday evening, Sunday, everyone's wiped out, trying to get back ready for school, whatever. But, like, me personally, the most you do, you go cinema, you go watch a movie, you go out to eat, and you just window shop in Westfield. And that's, like, the biggest thing you would do on a weekend. So yeah, and then you have others our age again, friends of ours, well mine, who go raving every weekend, which is like where drinking. They, where? What do you mean? Like they go to clubs and stuff? Like no, not clubs, like house parties. House parties. Yeah. And the house parties. You guys don't really go to that many house parties. Never been to one. Never been to one. No. Nope. Really? What? Not even like mate of a mate. Everyone come down to bloody like Hemel Hempstead or something. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> no. there's so much like clicks and groups now. Yeah. When it comes to like I don't know before. In or oh, you see in the movies, like say you're watching like a school movie, it'll be like the popular person's having a party, but they invite like the whole school basically to come. Now, if the popular person have a party, only them ten people that are with that person is gonna be invited, and then people outside of school. So and it's is not that really... because like parents are way more aware of like Facebook invites and stuff, and they know what's no. Nah, it's just no, the it's person just doesn't people, people. People have just like closed off onto their into their own cliques, right. and it's like if you're my mate, you're my mate. If not, then I don't know you. It's that way. Like a lot of people, you they're in the same school as you for five years. You've never spoken to them. Like it just happens. You guys drink often. No, no, never. And the more we talked about different things, it wasn't just going out. Music, technology, like the way they interacted with the world was just so different from how we did 10 years ago. Okay, so if it's not at house parties and it's not at clubs and stuff, then like, how do you, if you're looking to meet boys and girls outside of school, how does that happen? For DMs. DMs. Yeah. Instagram DMs. Yeah. Social media is the way, man. Is it? What? Someone will just come out, out of the blue? Yeah. Slide in? Yeah. yeah. Or, or you could slide in. So how, give me an example of how that might happen. Well, Gumby. <laughs> so you post a picture <laughs> and some random girl is just I mean, slides into your DMs and is like... It's quite, it's quite hard. You got, you, got to, you got to work for it sometimes. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> Like, 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 you have to, like, approach her, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's usually the guys sliding in the girl's DM. What's like, you'll be with an ex, and it's Even like... Even if they don't know them, or they just know them a little bit? Yeah, I've had guys I've never heard of, and I don't know, they just pop up. It's like, you're... It's like, I, I don't know, you go away. And if you... All right, but if it was someone who looked hot, and you had a good chat with them, would you go on a date? Would you, like, meet up with them? No, mm. I, I don't know you, I don't want to see you. What about well, the boys? For you... me, when man's on road, isn't it? Like, you don't, you're, you're not used to, like, when you're, like, when I say you go Westford or whatever, that's where you meet the people. Or say, somehow there's some sort of event that's going on in your area, or, like, you're, I don't know, you just go on a school trip or something, you're with your boys, you're walking on the road, and then girls are, like, mostly always in groups, isn't it? So your group, your group squad's walking down one way, and then their group's going on one way, and then you guys make, oh, I can't, don't ask how. But like everyone's made eye contact at the same time and you're looking and then you in that moment you decide do you move to them 
Or you just keep on walking and walk on straight. Like if you're in the park and there's other people in the park and then you move to them and then that's how you make connections. See, I'm more of a physical guy. I don't know about you guys and your typing, getting brave over the keyboards and that, but yeah. I think that's very brave. I don't think I've ever chatted someone up not drunk, not even with one drink. <laughs> Completely stone cold sober in Westfield, just moving to the girls. When I hear those people talk, both the kids in the queue for Supreme who know all about the latest drops and the kids from that school who have never been to a house party, don't really go out on weekends. That just feels so different from when I was 16. And I wasn't 16 that long ago. But that's the thing about youth culture now. It's not this big monolith. There are all these subtleties and cracks forming even within the space of a year or two. Take the person you're about to hear from next, Charlie Barker. If you're over 25, you've probably not heard of her. If you're under 25, you'll probably know that she has 600,000 Instagram followers and is famous mostly for just posting pictures of herself wearing cool clothes. The discussion we wanted to have is, yeah, teenagers dress better, but does that mean they're cooler than the generations that have gone before? So we're joined by Charlie Barker, who is a 20-year-old sort of model and Instagrammer and personality, and also by Vice's Hannah Ewens, who is on the podcast today because she just showed me a picture of what she looked like when she was 20 years old, and it was very different. Although today, both similar similar hair colour, similar Hell vibe. yeah, I get it, girl. Yeah, I like that. Charlie, give us an idea of your life. Like, what's your week been like? This week's been so hectic. I got back from LA like last weekend and then um, I had like shoots all this week. Um, today, meetings. So you're a model. Yeah. But maybe not in the way that most people might think of. You've also got like 600,000 Instagram <laughs> followers. I mean, how would you describe what you do? So yeah, the like modeling came about like after the followers, which is weird, I guess. I kind of just like made made my own little world in my bedroom when I was like um, finishing college. I didn't have a job, obviously, um, and built up this like whole empire online. And then the agency got in contact and they were like, hey, you've got a great face. Um, I didn't expect anything like that, so it's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I guess it's it like is intertwined. Um, I think the industry's really changed in like the past couple of years, as like we all know. Um, but it's so strange. Like, I'll I get booked on jobs and I know that it's, like, for, like, the followers or whatever. Right. Um, and so, like, if someone really doesn't get Instagram or whatever, I right. can't imagine that. What you're saying is, like, just from having a really good Instagram, that then opened all these other... Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. I guess, like, no, no matter what I looked like, it still would have been the same. Do you know what I mean? 18-year-olds have gone from being the worst dressed group to the best oh, dressed so group. I so that. true, yeah. And equally, so like, on the other end, you've got, like, people who are in their mid to late 20s who dress exactly how the 18-year-olds dress, which is so different <laughs> because when I was 18, I would look at people who are, like, you know, in their late 20s and they would be dressed completely different to, differently to me. Mm. But now you've got, like, teenagers in UNIF and you've got, like, 30-year-old women almost, like, dressing like that too. And also, like, stuff like clothes now are so fucking cheap that we never had, like, boohoo and, like, misguided and stuff where you can put together looks that are so cheap. Yeah. Like, we didn't even really have 
We didn't even have like Primark, did we? It it wasn't even shopping was so different Jesus, then. How old are you? I'm 25. <laughs> 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 I think there's like one that, Primark in Marble Arch that you had to like make a pilgrimage to. But what about the stuff that then it's kind of replaced? Like, do you think that other kind of tenants of being young, like house parties and getting smashed and like lots of drug experimentation and being in really, really bad indie bands, like has that kind of fallen away a bit as like more people focus on social profiles and stuff like that? Definitely. Like... Yeah. I remember the house party phase. <laughs> it was awesome. And then Instagram came along. <laughs> um, I definitely think people kind of, people are like forgetting like what, what's important kind of. Um, and for me, it was something that like I had, I've had to like balance out because I will be like with my friends and we'll be doing something super fun. And I'm like, hold on guys, I got to work. I got to post a picture on Instagram. But you kind of just have to like really just remember like what what is important and what is having fun, I guess. Like that's very important for me. I'm always trying to have fun. But are you saying that in your life you kind of, there was like a period of house parties and then Instagram came along and it sort of shut the house parties down? Seriously, like there was like when I was like in school, um, there was like a, a good, a good, like a good house party, like ev- like twice a week. And it was like so fun. And I was like, yeah, like hell yeah. Um, and then like, that was like towards the end of school. And then I started college and that's when I started Instagram. And I'm not saying it was like, cause I started Instagram because I was on it. Like just cause I guess everyone kind of realized that Instagram was like starting to take off and not that the house party stopped. This got shit. <laughs> it got lame. Can I say this embarrassing thing that happened the other day? I got really, really out of hand at karaoke and then the next morning I woke up and everyone's Instagram stories were just me being an absolute menace, like them, yeah. quite bad. Yeah, so the first time where I've kind of thought like, shit, like I probably shouldn't have done that because now I look like an idiot to like many, many people. But also like there was something so freeing in that night. And I think if I was younger, I would have really been taken aback by being able to see my own actions in real time, like documented in that way from everyone's angles in the room because it was like about 10 different people's Instagram Damn, I stories. <laughs> I think there was a period as well where when those things first came out where everything was just like about like looking quite basic and like the whole goal was to look sort of fuckable in a kind of, do you know what I mean? It was just like very like American apparel type black dresses and like that vibe. And actually now like people are using it in more interesting and artistic and exciting ways that incorporate fashion and looking good but are not so sort of what's the word thirst trappy Mm. which seems to be like what instagram was for a long time or like girls just in basic bodycon (laughs) and so do you think now that this generation of young people in like british cities are the best dressed generation of young people you're likely to find yes but i think like maybe people were just pretty cool in the 90s (laughs) right right so you think it's kind of come back around yeah for sure Mm. i mean i think we had like a bad patch like (laughs) seriously bad um and there are still kids that dress like that but it's cool It's, it's, it's coming around have you seen this thing musically which is a bit like 
you remember that app Dub Smash where you could sort of uh, mouth along to pop songs? Yeah. It's like a whole social network based around that. And it's almost entirely populated by 13 and 14 year olds doing like these insane, oh they're kind of like Vine stars. Sounds hectic. Yeah, it's very hectic. I'm like itching to go <laughs> on it right now. It's, <sighs> I'm going to thrive on this network. But it does kind of, you know, show that like three years or four years isn't what it used to be. And like, uh, it, you don't have to be in a kind of new generation to have your own stars and celebrities and people that you admire. Like, Everyone here is basically in the same generational bracket. And yet, already, it just feels like there's change happening so quickly. And there's so many specific scenes that you can't even imagine <laughs> what the next kind of generation of people will find interesting, what they will see as entertainment, and what they won't be interested in anymore. You know, what kind of things that we've always thought of as part of growing up and being young, like embarrassing yourself or <laughs> my favorite exercise my yeah. favorite exercise for most of my teenage years you know that might not be part of it anymore because people are so socially aware does it make you hopeful or does it scare the crap out of you that scares the crap out of me like that scares me too i want to show you this photo which is basically a photo of me when i was 20 the photo is me <laughs> with fake eyelashes on and a really bad fake tan and i just watched the oc for like the third time and oh, it had yeah. you know alex the really hot lesbian and she had that stripe I in know her about hair oh uh, yeah i uh, <laughs> i got the stripe and i'm really drunk and there's vodka just out of the shot and i'm swearing at the camera because you know flipping the v's very cover in your face very rebellious and out of focus I'm pretty sure I've got like food in my mouth as well at the same time because like my lips are all puffy. Um, and I just look like a bit of a state. But like this would be the kind of thing that I'd do when I was 20. I'd upload a whole album worth of one night where I'm acting like an idiot, really, really pissed at my friends. And I can't imagine a 20 year old doing that now. Charlie, what do you think of that photo? I don't know. I guess you're right in saying nobody would post that now. I would put about 40 different pictures that were kind of like that, but equally messy of me incriminating myself. And then instead of that now, surely it would just be one beautifully curated photo of the entire night Definitely. with none of that like messiness. Definitely. Like, I guess it would just be like one at the beginning of the night where we all look hot still. <laughs> So is that is that the overall linking thing? You know, maybe people are going out less and sort of getting drunk less and focusing more on fashion and Instagram and all of that. But is the thing that links it all together, like the way that you present yourself to the world and wanting to be in greater control of your image, even from quite a young age, thinking about I think so. how the world sees you and the result of that means you can't do karaoke because anyone could be filming you screaming. What were you singing along to? It was very bad. Oh, so much. I wouldn't let anyone oh else God. do anything. It was, it was very loud. I saw it. <laughs> what, what were some songs? I think we did Robbie Williams' Angels. Um, oh, God knows what else. Is that, is that it? Is that just the, the defining factor that's sort of changing the way young people are? It's just the fact that they're constantly 
thinking of how other people see them. Um, I th- yeah, I think it's interesting that you said the control thing because I think that's what it all comes down to. People have access to having control over these lives that we create online. Um, and I don't know, it's kind of comforting, I guess, because life's not like that. <laughs> it's kind of comforting to be able to have the control, to be able yeah. to put out, to live your life with all its messes and then put out one version of it that you're happy with. For sure, yeah, definitely. Let's reach the main point here, which Hannah, I know you're really going to enjoy. Like, is Charlie at the age of 20 cooler than you were at the age of 20? Well, yeah, I think in in every possible way. Like, <laughs> but that's not fair. I'm really cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and Hannah's really Hannah. But do you yeah. think that it does spread out beyond just you and your very special Facebook photos? Are 20 year olds today cooler than 20 year olds were five years ago yes <laughs> what do you think Hannah I think they are they look better they like for the most part act better but I don't know if they're having as much fun which yeah I wouldn't say I think is really sad because having fun and then posting about it all on Facebook in all its horrible glory was great I think if I had to answer that main question, like, honestly, like, 20-year-olds when you were 20 are much cooler. Like, yeah, careless, careless is cool. And now everyone's so, like, uptight. Like, yeah. Oh, shit, I got to do this. I got to look nice. Thanks very much to Hannah and to Charlie. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thanks, Charlie. Yeah, But It's Not As Simple As That was produced by Sam Bonham at Rethink Audio. Please subscribe to us on iTunes if you haven't already. And we'll be back next week.